Welcome to another week of the Fiber Coven podcast. We're so happy to be here with each other and with you to talk about some yarny stuff and some witchy stuff. I'm Lauren from Valkyrie Fibers. And I'm Emily from Kitty with a Cupcake. Hooray! And to start off with a little bit of news, there's another place you can see Emily in person. Are you sick of me yet? I'm going to have a little table with my arts and pins and whatnots at the Logan Street Market on May 21st. I believe it's from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m., uh, but, you know, just the regular during the day hours of Logan Street Market. There's a really good boba place I like there called Boba Fett. Come get some boba and come buy pins from me. It'll be fun. Yay. It, I, that was one that I got to go to when I was visiting you. It's very, it's a very nice, cool space with lots of different types of makers. And I mean that in different types of the individuals who are making the things and different types of items available. Yeah. And there's tasty yeah. foods and yeah, it's good. It's all local people. Rad. Mm-hmm. Sweet. Well, did you finish anything? We had two weeks. <laughs> I did it because I was sick. <laughs> yes. I finished a wee thing. I finished my second baby hat. Oh, it's cute. Yeah. I have a family member who is expecting. So I am knitting baby things. And I just did a little vanilla hat out of my scraps of this is Essence of Autumn, Spring and Autumn colorway on the prairie sock base. I decided to do like a little Ooh, like box a, top. A box top. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a little box top just for kicks and giggles, but a uh, really good little stash busting vanilla beanie. And that's what I finished. Adorable. But uh, I've been working on lots of stuff. I can, I guess I can show you. <laughs> I've been doing vanilla baby beanies instead of vanilla socks. And oh. I, have, and, uh, oh. I have this one. It's just it's really very fun. neon. Yeah, stash busting. So the brim is my Gashley Crumb Tiny's colorway. I had a little leftover and I just did two by two rib. And then this is some neon yellow, a scrap that I got from a friend. And I think I'm going to make this a little like a uh, straight bind off when I run out of yarns that it makes like the little ears, like the pussy hat craze. That'll be cute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I like the uh, grungy neutral plus neon. This is very uh, much the aesthetic of Electric Love Yarn who gave me, I don't know if she dyed it, but she definitely gave me this electric I was going to ask if that's who dyed it because yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I don't know. She just gave me a bunch of scraps for my blanket and this one was more fingering. So I decided to make it into Zabeba hat. Nice. But yeah, that's one of the things I've been working on. What have you been working on? Um, well, I was very ill. That's why we didn't have an episode last week. Thanks for letting us skip a week. But I have worked a little bit on my color work socks, the uh, Luthien socks. It's not too much. My sock is inside out right now. Mm-hmm. Oh, I just mm-hmm. pulled the needles out. Okay. I had I briefly pulled the needles out of this project. So we took a little pause. They're all better now. Here it is. <gasps> and you right side outed it for us. I did. That's that's how I pulled the needles out accidentally. <laughs> um, I've done that too. That's so pretty. Yeah. I love it. So the main color is white and the background is myself striping. It looks good. Not to toot my own horn too much. No, to it looks, our own horn. It looks real good. We're we're crushing this. Um, Horns tooted. Yeah. So I'm like almost halfway. I think I'm a little over halfway through. Oh, look at you with your finished sock. <laughs> <laughs> I figured since we were talking about this yeah, project, we're both working on this thing. Mm-hmm. Emily's is light and elven and ethereal, and mine is like mercury. Yep. And we're shooting to release this in June. Um, mm-hmm. We're both 
testing it. Obviously, I'm making the sample to take photos of, and uh, I'll probably take photos of Lauren's sample too, because she can bring mm-hmm. it with her when she comes to visit me. Yeah, I'm testing the large size and it's pretty large and in charge. So like there's a chance these possibly might fit Chad. And if they do, they're his. Whoa, he will implode with glee. I I think it might be, I don't know. I I, I don't know if they'll fit. It it might be close. Will they fit Christian? I don't know. <laughs> they might be a little long mm-hmm. in the foot. Yeah, for they Christian. look a little bit long for him. Mm-hmm. But these also colorwork socks also always look gigantic. They do. Compared. Like the, this looks gigantic. Mine is knit to fit me, and it looks way bigger than the socks that I normally knit for myself. But it's because the colorwork has so much less stretch. So when you mm-hmm. knit this, keep that in mind when you're knitting it. If it looks big, try it on. Because when I first started, I was like, "This is way too big," and then I tried it on, and I was like, "Oh no, I can't go smaller than this." Yeah, I've tried. I tried it on too, and obviously, it's too big in the foot for me. But it, uh, it's it's not excessively large through the ankle. So my other consideration would be giving this to my father, who is the tall, skinny sort with longer feet as opposed Mm to, you know, big clunky wide feet. Yeah. And there is another version of this sock in my house right now because Clara is testing it and she's visiting me right now. Maybe we'll show that off in office hours. It's exciting. So we're pretty close to the same. Yeah. You caught up to me. I did. I mine is inside out. I was gonna. I'm gonna post about. I this think later we're like at the Instagram. exact same spot, basically. Mm-hmm. I love the way it looks. Um, her first side too. It's pretty good. Mm-hmm. What size is Clara testing? The same one as me. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So these will be really good. I've really been enjoying sitting out on my deck in my pod chair, listening to the audiobooks of Lord of the Rings. Um, while making these, it's just truly a delightful experience. Yeah. Yeah. I think they're turning out nice. Um, we're going to release these in June. Lauren has Mm -hmm. special background colorways for them. So it Mm -hmm. should be a good time. Yeah. Yeah. Something that I did that you, I don't know if you want to put it into the pattern. I don't think it needs to, but I did mark where the chart ended versus how many, and then where I started with the heels so I could match it on the other. Oh, I might put that in the notes as an idea. Because that's being like, write that down, children. Yeah, that's a good idea for the Mm -hmm. other sock. Then you don't have to think about it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah. because I can just tell where the chart ends because I made the chart. So yeah, I like that. I'm going to write down... I'm writing I mean, that down as a note. I can tell where the chart ends too, as somebody who's just doing it, but I, it's a good thing for the easier. note section though. Quick tip. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just to make counting and remembering easier. I just can't get over this gusset intersection. Look how beautiful this is. I know it's some of my finer work. <laughs> I did a good yeah. Job on just, it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I could see knitting just like the columns. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh it would goodness. actually be a pretty sweet sock pattern Mm -hmm. to just knit the columns Mm -hmm. yeah yeah this is good this is fun thanks sweet Uh, what else have you been working on i have worked on my cat and candy macaron shawl it looks pretty similar because Mm -hmm. it's it's crescent so like i have done a fair bit on it but the rows are getting so long I still have 
more yarn than I anticipated having left based on how big nice. it is. So it's going to be fairly sizable. That's awesome. Um, yeah. Um, and that is in the Polly Pocket color that Kemper of Junk Yarn dyed for our 90s. So you were using you were using your cute um I'm using my matching stitch witchy. marker. Mm-hmm. You mean this one right here? That the one right pink? there. Yes. Yeah, the, uh, ghost game glitter mm-hmm. stitch marker. And that I am super low on. So if you want that and you don't want to have to wait for it, maybe buy it from me right now because it's gonna run you, out soon. <laughs> you have perhaps ordered more. Uh, I haven't actually ordered more, but I'm going to order more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. Since we last spoke, I have put three new full entire rows into my northeasterly blanket. Look at you. This is the length of a, a real sized bed. That's impressive. And I put three rows in it. Wow. I, I like it, it. good. This is the bottom edge. I think it looks, it's getting blankety. I've definitely, it's, it's, it's absolutely lap blankety. And me and the cat snuggle up in this at night to knit. That's cute. It's great. That's all I've been working on. Um, had I finished this the last time we talked? One full sock. I have one no. full sock of my vanilla it sock. It looks great. I don't, I don't think I had finished it. So yeah, this is my Knit Picks Game Over vanilla sock. That's for a man friend. So it's a pretty big sock. Mm-hmm. And the second ball of Knit Picks yarn that I'm on now for the uh, second sock, mm-hmm. which I'm just into the leg on, mm-hmm. had a break in it and it skipped a full color repeat. Basically, it skipped oh. it like skipped the next stripe that I was supposed to knit color wise and went to the like one on the other side of the previous one. So I had to like rip out a whole color sequence of the ball. So this is like the worst knit picks yarn I've ever worked with. So I don't know why this is a particularly bad one. Yeah. 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 I'm glad I wasn't working on that part in a movie theater because I wouldn't have noticed um, Mm -hmm. because it was like a wet splice join that they did. So I don't know that I would have felt it if I was working on it in a movie theater and I would have just like kept going and would have had to rip back because it would bother me that the stripes were wrong. That's super frustrating. It is. I'm not pleased with it, but I'm over halfway done with these socks now and uh, take a little break from (laughs) Felici socks. I think. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. What the heck guys? Yeah. That's a little, I don't know. I've definitely had that happen in like Regia or Opal and it's just kind of been like, it is what it is, but you I don't know why I expect better from, from nitpicks. Well, I, the one thing being wrong with it, I can understand, but I've had two joins that were like the wrong color and the one ball has speckles of a, the wrong, like a bad color all over it. So Mm -hmm. (laughs) there's a couple things going on Mm -hmm. with this yarn. Interesting. That is a bad And actually, when I was finishing, there were two joins in the first ball. I did run into a second join and I just had to skip a couple colors. So wow. That's three three knots I've had to figure out in two balls. That's a hot mess. It's a hot mess express. That's all I got. Sweet. Well, what did you acquire in the last couple weeks? I've acquired some things. I acquired this bag. Oh my god. Which has, little, oh, they're little moths. They're little mothmans. Um, and I won this in an Instagram giveaway. 
Yes. Yes. Are the, why are they? They're, they're upside down, though. Ah, that side is upside down. That's why she was giving this one away. One side is upside oh, down. Oh, got it. Mm-hmm. It's cute. Is it a tote bag? It's a tote bag. It's pink. Nice. It's got cute little mothmans on it. Uh, it's by Lydia Jean Art. And she also sent me like this cute little mummy print guy holding a pumpkin. Aww. And she's, I got a little Mothman sticker. He's I, li- I enjoy the Mothman legends. Maybe yeah. we'll have to talk about Mothman for, yeah. for a cult corner. This Let's keep, do that next week. Keep it spooky. Keep it spooky. Postcard is very cute. Mm-hmm. And she sends this little happy mail sticker with the frogs. Aww, yeah, so her stuff cute. is really cute. And I was chatting with her because she messaged me because I won the Instagram giveaway. And mm-hmm. uh, she also has stuff in the store Ghoulish Mortals in St. Charles, uh, mm. Illinois. So her stuff is buds in a st- shop, which is fun. That's awesome. Yay for internet acquaintances. Yes. So I got that, which was a fun internet package mm-hmm. to receive. And then uh, Clara is visiting me. And we went to a cute store in Indianapolis where I picked her up from uh, mm-hmm. that was called Homespun Modern Handmade. And it was all like handmade local um, Indianapolis stuff. Um, I got some cards that I'm not going to show you because some of them are probably going to go to you. <laughs> and uh, I got a book that I thought was neat. And it's hmm. called Illuminated, a journal for your tarot practice. And it's a little pre-printed tarot journal that I thought was neat. I might give it as a gift because I think it would be a really good present for a like beginning tarot person. It's got like all mm-hmm. the card descriptions in the very beginning. And mm-hmm. then later in the book, it has like prompts and dot paper. Oh, nice. And the prompts are like throughout it. There's a bunch of them. Mm-hmm. So it's a really neat little book. If you're looking to get into tarot, I would check it out. Um, It's got spreads. uh, Mm -hmm. But yeah, so it's a mix of just dot paper and prompts and dot paper in the back of the book. Amazing. That's so cool. Yeah, I thought it was cool. Um, It's by Caitlin Keegan. And then uh, Clara also brought us some presents from Vermont, which is fun. Mm -hmm. She brought us really good gin, which I didn't bring in. The office with me so i won't tell you the name of that but it's oh my god it's really tasty I and hope there might be a little bit left when i visit there will be okay we got two bottles <laughs> I love mm-hmm. it's it's good after the, they're different and the one that we opened and tried is bourbon barrel aged and it is like so tasty i'll definitely save you a little sippy of it I had this one that was, I think, Pinot Noir cask age from Rogue. It was some sort of red wine barrel age and it was pink gin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is brown. God, so good. Mm-hmm. But it's exciting. like not like brown liquor tasting. It's like delicious, right. amazing gin tasting. So, yeah, I think you will like that. And then she also bought this Vermont goat's milk soap. Um, that is beer soap and it smells really really yummy it's got olive coconut cocoa butter goat's milk grain grapefruit it smells delicious it's a fancy soup yay mm-hmm. that's my stuff cool i got a couple things um so 
California, some sort of California public health organization was doing a COVID study and they wanted a little bit of my blood. Oh yeah. Um, so in, in our, in exchange for doing a survey and basically just doing a finger prick test, like diabetics do multiple times a day, I got $40 in gift cards, which I elected to get choose Sephora for. Good choice. And I got, I know, so I was really <laughs> stoked. So if anybody here is in California and you get the CalScope study randomly show up, do it because they give you your gift cards really quick and prompt and easily. Awesome. Um, so I, I got a couple things from Sephora. I got a Fenty heat a lip gloss Ooh. and I'm wearing it. It's and it's pretty. just like, yeah, it's just like a plumping lip gloss. They have them in tints too, but I got the untinted one. It's just kind of gold shimmer. And um, I like it. I think it's pretty. I didn't have any lip gloss and I just got some black liquid eyeliner also from Fenty just because mine was all dried out and gross. Mm -hmm. yeah bad so I felt good about participating in some science and supporting you know decent company I guess Mm -hmm. um yeah but I and I also got some stuff from a company you turned me on to when we were first starting to be friends glad rags oh yeah I love glad rags yeah they do menstrual care items for people who menstruate and I uh, the first ones I ordered I just ordered some of their panty liners uh like a few years ago and they're getting like honestly pretty pretty yucky they so last for to, a long time but yeah last for a long time to switch them out mm-hmm. yeah so i just needed a couple panty liners but i i opted to go for their light flow kit because i wanted a little bag the bag is um, great it's a waterproof bag mm-hmm. it's a waterproof zip bag and it's got a little outside pocket um and it's really soft too it feels nice and it comes with like and i went for like the surprise me colors did you so get fun ones I did. I got mm-hmm. panty liners and a couple, like, I think they do like, and a couple like medium. Mm-hmm. medium I like date. the medium. Mm-hmm. And then a couple of the overnight ones with the inserts. So mm-hmm. I think it's a pretty good setup. And I think, I think I'm all covered for reusable menstrual needs. Awesome. Yeah. I like to keep the waterproof bag with a fresh, medium panty liner in it in my backpack um mm-hmm. when I like go to work or if I'm going out and then that's my like emergency suddenly you have your period stuff <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean honestly if your period well it might be a, like a pretty good idea if it was your like backup a fresh pair of chonies in here too yeah for sure just in case mm-hmm. in case you get caught on a was which mm-hmm. can happen well awesome. sweet that's what I've acquired are you ready to talk about a cult corner stuff yeah yeah. Okay. So this occult corner topic is Taurus. It's Taurus time, season. Hooray. Time to talk about Taurus and the Zodiac. Tell us the basics, Emily. Well, Taurus season is April 19th through May 20th. It's the second sign in the Zodiac cycle, and it is a fixed Earth sign. It is ruled by Venus, which is in charge of love, money, and beauty, according to what the planets are in charge of in Zodiac stuff. I'm not going to talk about the like constellation-y history parts because that's Lauren's expertise. So what'd you learn about that? Oh my gosh. Get ready to hear some bull mythology. (laughs) Um, So anyway, Taurus is the bull and 
It is generally thought, according to ye old Wikipedia, and I'm assuming historians because they're the ones that edit these things, that the constellation of Taurus was thought to be a bull like before we developed writing. It's an old thing. Um, and I'm generally just talking about like cradle of civilization stuff like Mesopotamia, Egypt, like that sort of region. It is the associated the constellation is associated with the spring equinox, which is cool. Uh, in the Mesopotamian culture, um, is associated with the bull of heaven, which shows up in the Epic of Gilgamesh. Um, it's one of the monsters that Gilgamesh and his sidekick slash possibly boyfriend, depending on how you're interpreting this story fight and they defeat the, the bull and, you know, tear it apart because they're big manly heroes and throw it into the sky. Uh, I am much more familiar with Greek bull mythology, which you're going to hear a lot about now. It's exciting. The Greeks were very much fans of bulls in their religious mythology, and it was heavily associated with Zeus. There is the story of one of Zeus's numerous sexual assaults, because that's the way he is. There is the story of Io, who was a mortal who Zeus was quite enamored with, and um, Hera wasn't pleased with this, so in order to hide Io, Zeus turns her into a heifer, and there's a whole story, but basically... She's a very pretty cow. <laughs> uh, things happen. And then there is another story of yet another of Zeus's sexual assaults, which is Europa and just, you know, a beautiful mortal. And Zeus turns himself into a resplendent bull and persuades her to jump onto his back. And he carries her out into the sea. And she's like, oh, no, I can't get back to my home. And he takes her to Crete. And she is supposed to be the mother of the Minoan culture in Crete. And on Crete, there is a huge history of bull worship. They had, if you like go and Google like Minoan bull worship or Cretan bull worship, they have all these wonderful ancient arts depicting bulls and young acrobats of both genders doing these like really like intense gymnastic stuff over the backs of bulls. It's really interesting. But anyway, Europa is said to have been in mythology, the mother of King Minos, who it is time to hear about King Minos now, uh, King of Crete. He's looking for some sort of justification for his rule from the divine. And so he like beseeches the God of the sea, Poseidon, like send me an animal to sacrifice and I'll sacrifice it in your honor to prove my divine rule here. And so Poseidon sends him the Cretan bull, which is a like apparently an incredibly impressive uh, white bull. And King Minos really likes this bull a lot. He thinks it's too perfect to sacrifice. So he does the thing that so many mortals do and chooses to sacrifice a second best bull instead of this very best bull that he promised Poseidon he would. Poseidon is not pleased that he was given the second best bull on Crete and decides to ruin Minos's life, which is like, fair enough. So Poseidon gets Aphrodite to cause Minos's wife, Pasiphae, to, let's put it this way, become enamored with the Cretan bull okay. and incite within her a terrible lust for this bull, which okay. she does fulfill. I think in some versions of the myth, like she gets Daedalus to construct like, some sort of Catherine the Great type device that allows her to like fulfill, like slake her lust for the Cretan bull. Okay. Um, and she like less than a year later gives birth to the Minotaur. Great. <laughs> <laughs> 
after Pasiphae has um, had her way with this, like, uh, apparently stunning Cretan bull, Poseidon causes this thing to start going berserk, and it just starts, like, tearing up trees and fences and farms all over the island of Crete. It's very bad. Minos is like, wow, my life is all messed up because I didn't sacrifice this thing like I promised I would. Um, and it's actually one of the labors of Hercules. Hercules eventually comes and wrestles down the bull. And King Minos is very relieved to get this thing out of his island. Who It's just terrorizing the countryside. Uh, Hercules brings it back to like the guy he's doing all the labors for. And it gets out and it starts terrorizing the Greek countryside. Um, and Theseus eventually uh, cleans up all of this bull madness. He eventually takes care of the Cretan bull on the mainland and uh, travels to Crete, where he defeats the Minotaur with the help of Minos's daughter Ariadne in the labyrinth. Nice. And that is the Greek myth of the Cretan bull and just general primer on bull mythology in the Greek mythology. There's also... I read up on, on the interwebs. There's also a famous like semi-constellation, like it's an open star cluster near the Taurus constellation called the Pleiades. There's also the Hyades too, but those also figure into Greek mythology as well. Uh, they're said to be the daughters of Atlas who holds the world up and Pleione. And the Pleiades are the seven sisters, daughters of Pleione. Um, they're just general, like, immortal helpers to the gods in the Greek pantheon, and it's close to the constellation of Orion. And so in the mythology, Orion was pursuing the seven sisters and the gods, you know, put them into the heavens to save them from sexual assault. There's also the Hyades, which is very similar, uh, open star cluster near Taurus, which is, um, they're very, it's a very similar story, but the Hyades are female immortals that are associated with rain. It's a high, like, hydration, hyades. Ah, Water. Yeah. Nice. And that's Lauren's mythology corner. Fun star stories with Lauren. Yay. So, uh, astrology-wise, the traits that are associated with Tauruses are um, they enjoy physical comforts and luxury, like creature comforts, like tasty food, bubble baths, um, really earthy, lovely plant decor. But they also aren't afraid to work hard to get the finer things. They're very hard workers. They are very consistent and reliable. Um, They're very tortoise, like tortoise in the hair. They work at a slow, steady pace. They're steadfast, loyal, dependable, and stubborn. I feel like that stubborn association definitely comes from the bull symbol uh, mm-hmm. and they're known for having a temper, but uh, they make really great leaders and whatever they set their mind to, they will finish. Nice. Yeah. Uh, and I have some famous Tauruses written down. Let's hear it. Malcolm X. Ooh. William Shakespeare. Audrey Hepburn. Mm-hmm. Stevie Wonder, Mr. T, Karl Marx, wow, Dwayne the Rock Johnson, Lizzo, yes, yes, uh, and then I wrote down two from our nerdy things we enjoy: Rosario Dawson, who is obviously live action Ahsoka, 
who we love. Indeed. And Henry Cavill. Yes. Very nice. Yes. Uh, And then because I can't stop writing down the stupid co-star career suggestions. (laughs) Oh, these are great. (laughs) These are hilarious. These are Hermit in the Woods. Mm -hmm. Wall to Bump Up Against. Okay. Food Blogger. Okay. Sleep that study. One makes sense. That one's the only one that's a job. <laughs> Sleep study mm-hmm. participant. Mm-hmm. And sweatpants model. Ooh. I want to be a sweatpants model. <laughs> I want to be a sleep study participant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Those are great. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I I think that I uh relate to a lot of the Taurusy stuff because it's also an earth sign so it's kind of similar to the virgo stuff but a more chill version of virgo <laughs> i was just thinking the rock obviously allusions to earthiness and steadfastness mm-hmm. and of the change makers that you mentioned in there the ones that stuck in my mind is uh, malcolm x and Karl marx those are definitely people who are concerned with improving like the earthly like physical experience of the common man yeah yeah and very like uh prolific in their writing uh clearly mm-hmm. working hard at their goals interesting mm-hmm. that's super fun i'm really enjoying learning about this it's a fun time it also made me think about um the bull character <laughs> in, what was it what was the anime fruits basket that you made me watch Oh yeah, Hatsaharu. Yeah. <laughs> Cute. I mean, I they're obviously different zodiacs, but things that are taken from the same animal inspiration tend to have like similar qualities. I realize I forgot to talk about like Egyptian bull worship, which I think would result to Hathor. Um, but I believe the Egyptian bull worship um tends to be more maternal and like Earth Mother stuff. Mm-hmm. But don't quote me on that. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Super fun. Is that about all we had for our occult corner this week? Yep. That's what I got. These are fun. Awesome. They're helping me understand astrology memes. Me too. I am enjoying it so much. Um, I don't think we really had any promotion this week. Just again, if you wanted to see Emily, she'll be out there on the 21st, mm-hmm. the Logan Street Market. Yeah. Hooray. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for spending your time with us. And until next week, Kevin, keep making yarn magic. Bye. Bye.